0: Hey everyone, my name is Mason, and this is Ecology and Existentialism. My goal for this podcast is to simply share a paragraph or quote from thinkers who have written on either of the topics and give a few of my thoughts. I admire both ideologies and hope to simply spread their brilliance. Uh, this week, I'll be reading a paragraph from Wendell Berry's book, What Are People For? Uh, and, in the cha- uh, and it's from the chapter, uh, God and Country. After I finish reading the paragraph, I'll provide some uh, time for reflection prior to my amateur analysis. So here it is. Uh, hope you enjoy. If it comes to choice between extermination of the fowls of the air and the lilies of the field and the extermination of the building fund, the organized church will elect indeed has already elected to save the building fund. The irony is compounded and made harder to bear by the fact that the building fund can be preserved by crude applications of money, but the fowls of the air and the lilies of the field can be preserved only by true religion, by the practice of proper love and respect for them as the creatures of God. No wonder so many sermons are devoted exclusively to spiritual subjects. If one is living by the ties of history's most destructive economy, then the disembodiment of the soul becomes the chief of worldly conveniences. Okay. So I don't know about you, but I really enjoy Wendell Berry's writing and just how succinct it is. And like straight to the point um, each of his, his writings are Um, I haven't read a whole lot of his and I'm planning through this podcast to read a lot more. Um, And then on the existentialism side, I'm hoping to read uh, uh, a little bit more of Kierkegaard. I haven't read a whole lot of his stuff either, but um, both, both authors, I really enjoy, and you'll probably be hearing a lot from from them. Uh, so, first off, like the reason this stood out to me is because for the past few years, the church that I grew up in is planning on building a new structure, a new a new base for our um, church body, and. And so with that, they've bought in the land. They've done all the surveying, and it's it's really exciting because uh, the church that we're currently in is really too small for the amount of people that are coming every week. Um. Yeah. So with the new land, it's just sort of out of town, and uh, the there's a nice pond on it, and it was just sort of like prairie field before, um, and currently it's being used for a lot of events and stuff, but. Uh, and I've seen the blueprints for the new building, and it looks great. And there's not really a whole lot there in terms of um, lilies and and fowls of the air. Well, actually, there is, but that's where I was going to get to next is that there's a little pond on the far south side of the property, and um, and every time we were there for like outdoor events and stuff, you always see the the ducks and other fowls, i guess uh sort of swimming around there and uh i just really hope that the the church makes a conscious effort to keep that and the, the entire property as as natural as possible because um it's it's one thing for a new church building to go up right in the middle of a city and um the building to sort of just blend into the rest of the urban surroundings and i think that's fine if there's already a development there um, but for our building, it's break. It's sort of breaking new ground um, outside of the community in uh, the edge, basically between the the urban setting um, and then the rural. It's sort of like there's literally a ro- road that goes by. There's a school on one end, and then on the other side of the road, um, uh, it's just field. Maybe a few houses scattered through there, but um, eventually, our, the new church building will be there. So. Yeah, having seen the, the blueprints, seeing the large footprint that our church is going to be taking up. Um, I propose a garden and a few other people proposed a garden. And so there will be a, a church garden there, which I'm really excited about because that'll be um, just one way for our our community to be able to, our, our, our Christian community, to give back to the greater community that is around us. Um, at least that's what I'm hoping for that we can, we can grow the vegetables and fruit and, and whatever is there and give back. And also just in an attempt to blend in to the natural environment and not sacrifice our, our, uh, our commitment to, to actually being responsible with the land and natural setting that we've been given. Um, because yeah, our our church has been fundraising and saving for a few years to get this new building. And that's great. And just, uh, I hope we don't forget the, the significance of the land that we're occupying, um, that used to be natural, used to be home for a variety of, of, flowers and grasses and insects and birds and, and bees especially. Um, so there's, there's this weird contrast between yes, we need to expand and have this new space, but also we are disrupting um, the natural ecology of that area. Um, And I hope that once we get developed and it's all, everything's sort of settled in, we're able to continue promoting or providing for the, the natural habitats around us and not disrupting them too much. Like I really hope that the little, Um, pond that's on the south side isn't just covered up or excavated and just completely gotten rid of Um, because it is like a really nice peaceful area Uh, there's a wetlands preserve across the road from us uh, and that's just sort of an extension from it not not really it's totally independent but um, it seems like a natural extension of it Uh, and I hope that we don't participate in just taking our Building efforts uh, and our funds and our organized church um, and move into this undeveloped area with um, a disregard for the natural area and um, and that we are able to respect it and steward it well uh, so I think that's really all I have to say for that part um, for this paragraph uh, I'm sure as I do this more often, I'll be a little bit more, uh, well articulated and, uh, well-spoken, but talking to yourself in a room isn't a natural skill, but it's one that I do hope to improve at. Uh, I'd love to hear what you think of, um, of this paragraph I read and feel free to go back and listen to it and just think of it. I definitely recommend any works by Wendell Berry. Um... I get all his stuff on the e-reader stores. Um, So yeah, this is uh, Ecology and Existentialism. Next week, I'll probably be touching on Ecology again or Existentialism. Not too sure yet. It just really depends on what I'm reading or what I've been really thinking on throughout the week prior to recording this episode. Uh, Yeah, so thank you. I know it's a short episode, but like I said, I'm not the most articulate. Uh, when it comes to speaking candidly, um, yeah, thanks again. Peace.